What's good, everyone? Thanks for choosing Bold Goods. You are now part of a family of cultural influencers, kingdom artists, upside-down thinkers. Follow us as we hang out with friends who inspire us to harness our faith through action and creativity. 410. Let's go. What up, what up? This is the Bold Goods Podcast. Welcome to the Bold Goods family. I'm your host, Cesar Barrientos. This is episode number two, where we interview Cynthia Derenbarger from Flourish Flowers and Gift Shop in Old Town, Louisville, Texas. Um, thanks for y'all's patience. Thanks for listening to that first podcast. I really appreciate y'all taking the time. You don't know how much that means to me. Um, something that I'm just really excited to have y'all listen to Cynthia. And as you hear her talk, you'll know exactly why I chose her. And her name came up when I started thinking about uh, who represents bold goods. And, and what I'm trying to put out there is just how people creatively cultivate relationships with people using their passions and their God-given talents. And it's super exciting um, to get to hang out with them and talk to them. So just so that you know, we are at the uh, coffee shop, Perk Coffee Shop in Old Town, Louisville, and just hanging out. And I'll let y'all hear the rest. Enjoy. How are you doing, Cynthia? I'm good. Awesome. Thanks for What'd you do today? Um, I actually had a small event up at the church that I had to drop off some stuff for, but yeah. it was actually a quiet day, which was really nice and yeah. rare. So, and the yeah. rain is nice too, right? Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, I love the rain. Um, so tell me about Flourish. Tell me about uh, being a florist. It's fun. Yeah. It's hard. It's tiring. Um, but it's um, it's everything that... I'd imagine that it would be. It's life-giving. Um, there's so much joy in it, for sure. Nice. I love that. And so what are some of the myths, maybe, that we need to get out about flower shops and what the expectations that people have for a florist? Yikes. I would probably have to say that um, a lot of people just automatically assume or expect that you have it all together and you yeah. know exactly what to do with every um thing also that you know all of the flowers oh of course which is not the case in um with me at all yeah (laughs) so i would say one of the things is um you know let's say for instance um sympathy arrangements Mm. um that Mm -hmm. wasn't a huge strength for me in the Mm. beginning and so um when i got approached with it I looked at it, at it more of like a um, deterrent for me because mm-hmm. I wasn't willing to take that next step. Mm. Um, but then God kind of revealed to me that it wasn't actually um, something along the lines of sadness, but he changed my heart to more of like a celebration of life aspect. Oh, nice. And when he gave me that revelation, um, the arrangement started coming to fruition. Like in my mind, I could start seeing things differently. Um, so it did, it kind of changed from sympathy and sadness to more of a life-giving um, celebration of life experience for the customers. Good, so a positive twist. I like it. What do you think 
makes Flourish, you know, and your work stand out beyond, like, the competitors? Like, everybody goes to 1-800-Flowers and gets stuff delivered to their door, but what's so awesome about Flourish Flowers and Gifts? I would have to say it's the personal aspect of it, um, the community side of it. We... um, at Flourish, I mean, we we want we would rather take a phone call than an online order anytime, right. because we want to have connection with the person. We want to hear your heart. Mm-hmm. We want to know what you're looking for, um, and then beyond that, we would also love to just see your face. So we would rather you come in and order an arrangement anytime, versus um, a phone call or an online order. Um, the heartbeat behind Flourish is to be in the community and um, really speaking life and encouragement to other people. Um, and so the only way that we're able to do that is if we get the opportunity to see you and to talk with you. Right. That's awesome. So building those connections and, and getting face-to-face with people. That's Absolutely. super opposite of what everybody else is doing, I would agree. Um, what are some things you never thought of before you came into the florist business, flower business? I would have to say um, I didn't think of like the hours and commitment mm. that would the time that would go into it. Um, I I kind of thought about it more along the lines of like a like a regular job. You kind of mm-hmm. go in, you do your thing, and you leave. And it's not necessarily <laughs> like that. I mean, I find myself, you know, um, like at nighttime, just trying to think of different ideas mm-hmm. and what can we do to better serve our community mm-hmm. and how can we. Um, you know, come up with fresh ideas so we're not sending out the same arrangements um, on a weekly basis. We're really trying to figure out and um, see if there's different ideas that we can come up with, um, like the fill your base idea, Mm -hmm. um, those kind of things. So I would say I thought about it more along the lines of like a, you know, eight to five kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. it's round the clock for me yeah it's almost a lifestyle <laughs> yeah in a sense. it really is it kind of so, my brain kind of never stops on um just creativity and ideas and stuff i think that's a big thing for all creatives what about do you get do you wake up in the middle of the night like oh i put the wrong flower on something totally right? do. Yeah. yeah okay yeah or right. like an order like say we have a wedding coming mm. up and i'll wake up in the middle of the night thinking did i order the right flowers mm. or did i order the greenery or whatever the case might be so yes there have been lots of panic moments Ooh, that is scary <laughs> i don't know about that i can handle that mm. um i love that so a lot of thought about strategy and how you're gonna present everything to people I love that so where did you actually develop the passion for flowers um who inspired you and who inspires you now well I would say it kind of started out um years ago I was on staff at our church Mm -hmm. and um I kind of had a natural knack for it so I would just do like arrangements for the front desk and that Mm. sort of thing um the church kind of asked me to do a few um events um that were going to be at the church and so kind of started along those lines as well and um it just kind of started stirring inside my heart like oh this would be really fun to do Mm. and from there um the next big step was our family went to Honduras on missions and it was ten thousand dollars for all six of us to go Mm. So we decided to start doing this fundraiser right mm-hmm. around Mother's Day that we would take orders, deliver, and um, do the whole, you know, basically Mother's Day arrangements. Wow, that's cool. Um, and from that, it led into, um, like, my husband's buddies calling me saying, hey, my anniversary's coming around. Um, can you put something together? Or uh, wow. my wife's birthday's, you know, coming up. Would you do an arrangement for me then? And so that's 
kind of where it started. So yeah. would you say that that made it obvious or it just kind of gave you that little taste that needed to get the ball rolling? Definitely a little taste of yeah. to get the ball rolling for sure. It wasn't like an obvious thing at that point. No. That's really cool. I love yeah. that. So who inspires you now? What, where do you find the inspiration for your flowers? Is there anything that you go through, like a thought process, or you look into something, or is it just like you just come in and you kind of know what's going on? And I, I kind of, I have to say, I just, you know, I really, I pray about things. So mm-hmm. um, if there's an arrangement that, you know, has to go out and I have really no clue mm-hmm. about what it is, um, I do pray about the arrangements. But I'd also say I don't really, like... Um, there's really no rhyme or reason. Like mm-hmm. if there's flowers in the cooler, you know, mm-hmm. I just start kind of pulling things together mm-hmm. and it just kind of comes together with that, you know, yeah. creative eye that I have. I love that. So you just work with what you have Absolutely. at the moment. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. It's almost a challenge I feel like for most, but it sounds like for you, it's natural. I like that. Um, what, what were the roadblocks or hurdles before this adventure started? Where were the hiccups? Um, I would have to say finances always have a tendency to be one of the stumbling blocks for people and um, mm-hmm. for us we were at a place where um, we didn't even know how to begin a small business so we kind of started reaching out to different friends and that, that were in business and asking like what you know how do we start where do, what do we go about doing um, there was a time where we had met with one of our, our friends and we were considering asking them to be a, um, an investor and, um, and he just sat down next to us and he looked at us and he said, um, he's like, do you believe in God? Do you trust God? Um, start with what you have. Hmm. He said, if you have enough to just start, mm-hmm. then just start there. He said, you don't want to be, um, you know, a slave or to, to anyone else's finances, mm. or you don't want to owe anybody anything later on. So if you just start with what you have, God will multiply that and he'll provide. That's a good and word. so that's kind of where we started, mm. um, was with what we had. I love that. So let's see, take a pause break. Cause I caught, I lost myself, but, um, so how do you personally, in your and in your business battle with comparison the financial worries of having a business because I know starting is probably not the easiest thing right you were just talking about that right um and just like the negativity how did you get through the naysayers mm. so I will I'll start with comparison mm-hmm. um because I truly believe that that is um, one of the things that the enemy uses um mm-hmm against a lot of creatives and one of the things that I learned early on um, was that I found myself following other florists Mm. and and then in following them finding myself not enough or that I didn't know what I was doing um, because I didn't go to school for this Mm. I didn't have any background in it it was totally just like a um I was learning as I was going. And so as I found myself following other florists and event planners and that sort of thing, um, I found myself getting to a place where um, I felt like I was inadequate and mm-hmm. wasn't enough and, and wasn't capable. So at that point in time, I realized that the enemy was trying to rob that right. you know, from me. So yeah. what I did was I just stopped following other florists, yeah. which sounds kind of so, yeah. create, you know, creatively. A lot of people do 
follow each other. Right. But for me, it was something that I had to stop. So right. I don't follow other florists or um, I follow other business owners, but not a ton. And it's usually just because I'm trying to um, network and that sort of thing. Right. That's good because that's it's really hard to be aware and like the, the world will tell you hey, you need to be in connection with everybody around you. And, you know, we work from a different perspective where we know God's going to get us everybody, the people that we need, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what about the financial aspect did you battle with? Oh, yeah. In the beginning, it was really bad. I mean, we used to, when we first started um, with the building, Jack and I used to walk into the building. We would just pray, God, if we mm-hmm. could just break even, that would mm-hmm. be amazing. Um, and then shortly after we opened, uh, the Lord started to re- reveal to us that it wasn't, um, it, it, that he wasn't a break even kind of God, that mm. he was a God of abundance. Ooh, and good. I would say in the last year, um, he has truly shown us that, um, our prayers were answered, um, and in abundance. So when we That's were awesome. praying that we could break even, he was showing us that, no, no. I'm, I'm a God that's so much bigger than that. Yeah. Would you say that in that, did you face negativity from yourself or people? Or did you feel a lot of support? We felt both. Mm-hmm. We had um, some people that were like... Um, in the floral business that mm-hmm. would say, um, don't ever open a flower shop in the middle of June. Um, mm. It's just, it would never be successful because apparently June, July, and August are some of the slowest seasons for florals, which gotcha. we have found that. Um, but when we started, we wanted to make sure that there was um, overcompensation in other areas mm-hmm. so that we weren't fully relying on uh, flowers to get us through. So that's yeah. when we had it. Um, we added on to uh, the gift side of things. Right. So we have baby items, candles, home decor, you know, that kind of thing. And when, once we started adding on that side of things, it kind of overcompensated for the, for the slower months. Um, so there were a lot of naysayers in the beginning that said, you know, just make sure that you're doing the right thing. Um, are you sure it's going to work out? You know, that kind of thing. Um, but on the flip side of that, you know, when we were praying about it and going into, um, our godly relationships and talking Mm. to those people, man, there was nothing but encouragement. And, um, to the point where, um, walking through the, the first, um, month of getting the building ready, um, those people coming alongside of us and on the floor, scrubbing the floors, painting the walls, you mm. know, just doing the trim with us. So that was the most encouraging part was the pe- people who believed in our dream right. walked with us to fulfill our dream and as that's well. A, that's, that's the best. That's so, so perfect. Cool. Love that. Because I think even in my own stuff, my art, and even when I had done clothing before, everything was so difficult you can easily feel alone Mm. because you're the only one that's passionate or it feels like it right about your dream and and nobody understands it because it's like your baby your baby's (laughs) always beautiful and you love it and all that but then to have people walk through that with you is powerful because now you have people to hold you up even when the tough days right the frustrating days um how would you say you bring your creativity in the flowers well, I would say um, 
one of the things that I really do is I, I'm always looking for different flowers. Mm-hmm. So I'm not using the, you know, your typical um, flowers that you would, you know, see all the time. Always, I'm always looking for something that's unique and different to add to an arrangement. Um, the other thing is uh, we use different vessels for our arrangements oh, yeah. as well. So we're not always using like a clear vase. We'll pull out some tin. Um, we we are always looking for little treasures at thrift stores and just wherever we can find um, different unique vessels to use as well because we feel like that brings character and it brings a different... Um, it just it just makes an arrangement look completely different than it would right. with a regular vase. Um, that's cool. Yeah. I like to know that. I do always notice on your posts that it's always in something different. I think the other day y'all posted something. It was a different, it wasn't even a vase. It was, was it a teacup, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Super mm-hmm. creative and it's simple and, you know, that's what people need. It's just something different. Yeah. Um, how do you use the influence in the community to create change or positivity with owners um, people in the city mm-hmm. just around this community yeah um, well first of all I wouldn't necessarily say you know like status or yeah. influencers mm-hmm. I mean we are the community mm-hmm. and so for me like I just feel like you know we are um, we are part of that and so when we are in the building and um, loving on people or even outside and just mm-hmm. meeting people um, we want to love on people no matter what the case might be and so um, in the shop we, we have a tendency to find where people come in and they're looking for gifts for someone who's really broken or sad and that mm-hmm. gives us an opportunity to really open up a conversation and look a little bit different um, and deeper so with that being said I think we're always just trying to be aware of their surroundings mm-hmm. um, but also um, just being aware of what God's doing in our city and mm-hmm. in our town and and how can we um, cultivate that um, positivity and that that overwhelming sense of nature that is um, growing in this area you can feel that there's a growth happening and so in that how can we continue to cultivate that and um, you know help bring it to fruition right I absolutely agree with that I actually have a testament to that because I was driving down Old Town I mean this has obviously coincidence right and I think it was before I even had met you and, and Jack and I was like man I recognize those people from somewhere and y'all were talking to someone Mm. that was just walking down I don't even know that flourish was actually opened it may have just been one night one evening random that I would even be on this side of 35 like Mm -hmm. you said and I was driving back and I was like and then to meet y'all and just talk to y'all about your story was really cool but that is definitely I saw y'all actually doing that and I think that's huge because that's what makes a business not so businessy like mm. you're real people just like yeah, everyone else yeah, you know? for sure. and the fact that you're willing to go deeper with people and just bring them joy is is huge and that's part of the mission um for one of the last questions how do you balance your work and family and just other responsibilities that's a tough one yeah um i had to go through a year of really kind of devoting everything to um, flourish which Mm -hmm. um, in hindsight 
it took me stepping away from Flourish for, we went, Jack and I went on a retreat and mm. um, it was for business owners specifically. And during that retreat, um, talked very specific on, you know, the balance and, and there really is no balance. It's mm -hmm. just trying to find harmony between mm. all of the things that, you know, mm -hmm. um, coincide with your life. And so for me, I just started writing down absolutes. Um, hmm. So what were some of the things that I wasn't willing to compromise gotcha. on? Um, certain dates. So is it, you know, like our anniversary that I would never take a wedding on? Is it um, our daughter's birthday or whatever the case might be? So I started writing down dates that mm -hmm. were super important to me. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I kind of um, started, you know, looking at different things along the lines of um, I wouldn't be willing to compromise uh, compromise on those specific things. Right. Um, one of the other things is um, Sundays and Mondays were closed, and um, I'd really try to honor those days. Whereas hmm. before the retreat, um, without even knowing it, I was still up there and working and you know doing things. Um, but now. Even if I go up, go up to the shop, it's mm -hmm. more along the lines of, you know, I just want to play around or get caught up on a few things, but yeah. I'm not spending my whole entire day there. Right. If that makes That's sense. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just like being able to have those boundaries. Absolutely. Building those before you even go. Yes. If not, you catch yourself focused on everything and anything. Yes. And then before you know, you've got all sorts of stuff going on. That's really cool. Man, thank you so much, Cynthia, for taking this time. Yeah. It has been a pleasure and uh, I just want to make sure that we get all the information out there so that people that want to visit or just keep up with you guys on um, social media uh, what's the best way to keep up with uh, or keep up to date with you guys I would say um, the first avenues are Instagram and Facebook um, okay. we do daily postings um, for Instagram, uh, Facebook. We also have a website, um, but I would immediately go to our Instagram and Facebook page because they are going to be most up to date. Okay. Um, and then also, um, you know, calling is always a great thing. Um, but if you do get a chance, I would say a thousand times come into the shop, experience yes. it, yeah. be with us, um, let us, you know, show you around. Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot of goodies that we have around um, the shop as well so that's another avenue um, when you're ordering an arrangement on the phone you don't get to see all the goodies that are in the shop as well right. so just yeah. to kind of tuck that in the back of your you know brain and kind of see everything else that right. there is to offer and I will, I will repeat that myself there it smells amazing in there every time you go everybody that works there is super welcoming and super helpful and you can always find something <laughs> It is dangerous. You can always find something to give someone. But that's a sweet thing because, you know, when somebody comes to your heart, you can pick something up and, and just drop drop it right off. Yeah. I love that. Um, are there any other news, anything else that you want to put out there? Yes. Uh, so we, we are going to be moving. We're hopeful for, the, for November 1st. Um, okay. We're going to be moving into a building that's a couple doors down from us, um, bigger space. Okay. Um, we're actually going to be bringing the floral side of things all the way up to the front. So it's going to be more of like an interactive type experience 
all of our vases will be on the walls and you can choose your own vase and um, the flowers will be up front too so you can kind of you'll come in and say man I want that vase and I want those flowers and kind of help put it together that's cool um, and um, and then we're also gonna have um, a bigger succulent garden where you can actually mm. come in and do your own succulents mm-hmm. um, we're gonna be offering flower arranging classes and then on the oh, gift cool. side of things we're also gonna be just kind of if you think of the, the way that it is now, just it's smaller sections. We're mm-hmm. just going to blow up each one of those sections gotcha. into, into bigger um, bigger sections. So we're super thrilled. We're um, almost quadrupling in space. So excellent. Um, we're super excited to bring in all the new inventory, and um, it's almost Christmas time too. So oh man, that's going to yeah, be perfect. It's going to be awesome. It's so. going to be. You heard it here first. You are going to be able to get tons of awesome stuff for Christmas. So if you don't have an idea you need to either follow them or call them really you just need to get in there um oh yeah i also wanted to talk about fill your vase how does that work oh yeah so fill your vase is on wednesday every wednesday and thursday so um the concept kind of came from we have a small cooler Mm -hmm. and um so every week we get fresh flowers on fridays Hmm. and what happened was um i was having a hard time um keeping the older flowers with the newer flowers Mm -hmm. and so i kind of came up with this idea of if um, the flowers still have an, the older flowers still have an amazing shelf life on them um, and everybody has a thousand bases sitting under their cupboards right, yeah. how can we get people to work with us to get some of those older flowers out of the cooler and people use their older bases mm. um, hence that's where it came up with uh, fill your vase days so if you bring us in a, um, if you bring us a vase uh-huh. We'll fill it with an awesome arrangement, okay. and it's just at a discounted price. So think along the lines of the size of the mouth. So the smaller the mouth, mm-hmm. it's going to be less expensive. So okay. like a small mason jar would be like seven ninety nine, okay. and it kind of goes up from there all okay. the way up to like thirty dollars um, in that range. So yeah, but every Wednesday and Thursday we do that. Awesome. Every Wednesday and Thursday, fill your vase. Come and hang out. Come and talk to the people at Flourish. They're awesome. They can't wait to see you. I promise. We can't. Come and see us. Thank you so much, Cynthia. I appreciate your time. absolutely. This was awesome. It was probably both our first times, right? Yeah, for sure. So (laughs) not as awkward as talking to yourself, but I really enjoyed it. It was cool. Thank you. Thanks for listening to our first interview with Cynthia from Flourish Flowers and Gift Shop. I hope that you were able to receive some helpful insight from our chat, maybe even a wise word from Cynthia. She is extremely passionate about the community and um, just an amazing florist. Uh, If you have any questions, feel free to leave a message here on anchor.fm or reach out to me on Instagram at boldgoods.co. I have left a five-minute left-field question segment that we did before we even got started just to get warmed up. Uh, Hope you enjoy it. And have a magnificent day. All right, so these are the 30 seconds of left field questions is what they're called. All right, Cynthia, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, so we know what your favorite word is. So we're going to go on to if you ever had the chance at any other profession, what would you pick and why? I'd probably say um, it would probably be a missionary 
Oh, cool. And um, that was just laid on our hearts uh, a really long time ago. Yeah. And um, actually, we are missionaries, so yeah. I guess I am doing that. But at the same time, it's one of those things where um, we had a heart for missions in Honduras and mm-hmm. um, had originally planned on moving there once all the kids were out of the house. Um, but then God kind of re- uh, revealed to us that Honduras was actually in our own backyard, and then that's when we moved to Louisville. So. Excellent. That is so great. And then, so, your spirit animal, do you have one? I don't think so. Favorite I've, animal? I don't have one, I don't think. Mine's probably penguins and pandas. That's funny. <laughs> Just in case, to give you the idea. Gotcha. And then, um, what is your favorite film, or your top three? I would say... Um, there's one called, um, oh shoot, I can't even remember the name of it. Do you remember who's in it? Um, yes. Um, oh, well, Blindside, of course. Okay. That's like one of my top up there. Um, and then the other one is, it's, um, about a whole bunch of girls that are best friends, early childhood, and then they grow up and they have like another. No. Dude, what is it? I can't think of it. We're going to have to IMDB it later. Yeah, we'll do that. Because it's, like, up there. Like, me and my girls used to watch it all the time together. That's awesome. Well, that works. That works. We got one. And then, would your closest friends say you are the life of the party or hide on a couch party? I might be somewhere in the middle of that. (laughs) I don't know that I'd be either or. (laughs) I like that. Good, healthy balance. And then, what are you not good at? Drawing. You're not? Not at all. Wow, that's awesome. Terrible. Like, can't even do a stick figure person, probably. (laughs) And then, what would you want to get better at? Probably speaking, maybe, in public. Okay. Getting more comfortable with that. Yeah. Takes a lot of practice, I'm sure. Let's see. All right, this one's kind of tricky. So, would you do... Left sock, right sock, left shoe, right shoe, or would you do left sock, left shoe, right sock, right shoe? Definitely right foot. Right sock, then left sock, left sock. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So you would put socks on first, Mm -hmm. then shoes. That's what I would do. Apparently some people do Hmm. one or the other. That's so interesting. (laughs) And then a hidden talent. I feel like everything about me is kind of out there, so I don't know that I have anything really <laughs> hidden. Um, I like to sing like Snow White in the mornings. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what it is. I used to do it with my kids all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. And then, random fact. Random fact. Um, from Roswell, New Mexico, born and raised aliens. Yeah. Area okay, 51. very cool. That's cool. I, I knew that. I knew that you were from New Mexico, but I didn't know from Roswell. Okay, <laughs> cool. And then maybe something you want to, uh, our listeners to know. Hmm. Um, I would probably go first to if there's a dream in your heart and God has laid it there, uh, it's for a reason. And mm. so, like, move on it. Yeah. Don't, just, don't just sit with it. Um, mm. He's giving it to you for a reason. 
That's excellent. You're speaking to me. I like that. <laughs> um, let's see. Top three songs. Jeez, I'm a Bieber fan. So you are? Yes, okay. a total Bieber fan. Um, as a matter of fact, um, his Christmas album came up on my car yesterday, and I had to take a screenshot of it and send it to all my friends because they know... <laughs> Um, that I start listening to the Christmas album right around this time. Right, yeah. So, um, but as far as songs, um, You can pick one. You don't have to go through all of them. Yeah, I don't... That's tough. That is tough. I don't think us creatives really can have one favorite thing. I think that's stretching it. Yeah, it is really stretching it. But, I mean, I'll just go back to being a believer. Let's just stay there. Believer it is. Okay. (laughs) And then, I think that's it. I think that's pretty good. I feel much more comfortable now, too. So, random question. (laughs) That's really random. What is your favorite word? Go. Favorite word would be ginormous. Ginormous? Yeah. And then why? Um, At first I thought I made it up, but it was actually a word. So I was really (laughs) proud that I thought I made it up, and then I found out it was already a word. (laughs) I love that. Okay. 